Welcome to Topple Uncaged. I'm Steve Topple and you're locked on to the UK's hottest politics and music podcast. Each week I bring you the rawest takes on the big stories making the news, always joined by a very special guest. Then I pleasure your mind, body and soul with the freshest, most banging international music going. Uncaged. Well, maybe three little birds. Three little birds. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing to say about this very sick abuse of tea. I can tell you the price of a bottle of champagne. How about that? Singing, this is my message. My guest on today's show is one half of the hottest hip-hop duo in the country. I've had them on the podcast before. It was a real pleasure chatting to them. And it's even more of a pleasure chatting to one half of them now because they are dropping this fantastic new track with, with slight political overtones. Just, just, a, just a whiff of politics in there. And they have got loads of other stuff going on. I'm so pleased to have, well, him back on the podcast. The other member of this group is otherwise a bit busy. But he is here. It is Ross from the fantastic hip-hop duo Too Many Teas. Ross, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. It's, it's like having an old friend back on chatting oh, to you. Oh, oh, mate, I wish I'm just going to keep coming on and coming on for introductions like that, you bloody legend. <laughs> well, do you know what it is? I, I, it's funny, I was thinking about this um, when I said to you guys, really come on the podcast. Um, and that, part of the reason I actually started doing this podcast and started doing the music was because to give a platform to musicians who quite often the mainstream press ignore for whatever reason. But also, so there was a platform available so guests could keep coming back on and, and have somewhere they know they could go to to promote their work whenever they had something out. So, and you and Loki, as it happens, are the sort of first guests who've been back on twice. So it's, it's, wow. it's, it's what I was aiming for, was to have somewhere where people could come and if they want to promote their work then there was always an open door with me so it's lovely to have you back on oh mate esteemed company as well loki what a legend <laughs> he, he is a legend yes but that's when we could do a whole show on him but that is for another show back to you guys anyway you have i mean this is i love this so much i saw um it was our mutual friends the hemp trading company who pointed me to this um <laughs> after us after a certain um incident um in sort of north london um where a certain politician um had a knock from the police and a certain rapper was standing next door um sort of singing a few verses uh, you've got this brilliant new track out um which is a rap about boris johnson nonetheless yeah. um we'll get into the sort of backstory of it in a minute but you've got this track out um it's absolutely brilliant i love it um, as i always love all your stuff it, it, it is laid back hip-hop perfection it's 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 gorgeous it, it's straight to the point um and always with you it's got these brilliant elements of humor in embedded with him there's some absolutely fantastic lines in there about obviously his hair and his um what was it about his jaw that some <laughs> his ever flapping jaw his ever flapping jaw it's just it's lyrically perfection um <laughs> but what you've done and i have to say what you've also done which is a, a, a brilliant move both um musically and artistically is you've got this humorous rap um hip-hop beats going on sort of the snare and the hi-hat usual procedure but then towards the end you go into this devil 
devastating sort of serious um, spoken word section where you don't rap as it is well for me it is spoken word and you sort of reel off all his horrendous misdemeanors and it's it's absolutely brilliant because you 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 take the listener through this voyage of humor and then suddenly yeah. you hit them with this really serious shit and it is serious shit you talk about what you said comments about dead bodies in libya you talk yeah. about 350 million pounds on the side of a bus um and it 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 just finishes the track perfectly because it makes such a strong point i i, I think it's extremely right. clever what you've done um i i mean i have to ask why now have you chosen to drop this is it, is it has he been pissing you off is, is, has he been playing um i don't know well, uh, playing bark too loudly <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning next door to you and you've had enough awesome if it had been playing bark it could yeah <laughs> why have you dropped it now yeah, so so I mean, so we got back. Yeah, we got back off tour at end of April, and then this was. It wasn't until he'd been living next door to me. So it's in South London in Camberwell. Beg your pardon, that's right. And and it'd been and it'd been living next door to me for uh, since December, but we were away, so I, and I never knew. And then and then yeah, literally, like <laughs> the, the, the tracks really really literal. And I came outside my house. I was on the way to a festival in May, and there was all these paparazzi, and I was like, "What's going on?" Like and they're like, don't you know who lives next door to you? And I was like, no, I've lived here for nine years. Like, who lives next door to me? And then they told me, and I was like, what? This is surreal. Boris Johnson <laughs> lives there. Like, what? This is this is weird, man. So like, so for the next like couple of weeks, I just in my spare time, I started writing a few bars about it, and and and, and like started the the rap. And I thought, you know, I might put this out at some point. I'll just like squirrel away at it. And just do little bits and bobs, and um, yeah, and I was just coming home one day from the studio, and there was all the paparazzi outside. This is like last Friday, and um, and they started asking me questions. Did you hear anything about this row that happened? Like him and his girlfriend had a domestic, um, and I was like, no, nah, I don't know anything about it. There was like fifty of them there, you know, like it was big, big things, and they were like, what, what do you think about him? And I was like, well. I don't think much of him. In fact, I, th- I think a lot about him actually, but uh, both not much and a lot. Um, I've started a rap about it, and they were like, and then they all sort of like looked really interested, and I was like, and they were like, can you do us a rendition of the rap about it? And I was like, well, yeah, all right, I suppose so. And then they all gathered round, and then so, so I just like yeah, performed this like what I had at the start, which was just like this little eight bar thing. And then, and then, yeah, and then it, and then it sort of got shared a lot on Facebook and and Twitter, and yeah, I think it's up to like eighty, ninety thousand views now or something. And Excellent. I've had lots of messages, lots of like hate, which I've never really had before. So it's been quite interesting, and like, mm-hmm. um, lo- uh, and and not lots of hate to be fair. A lot of a lot of white people laughing and and calling me a hero, which is which is awesome. <laughs> um but so yeah so i've just thought i just thought i'll just finish it and make a and make a proper tune out of it and yeah and then when i was writing it i was like you know i don't want to make this too silly and i kind of took some lines out i was kind of poking fun at him a bit about his appearance and i kind of took that out a little bit and toned that down and then i started reading a lot more about his misdemeanors like i knew about some of them but i didn't noticed the extent of it and then i read some articles like from like his old boss at a paper he worked at about his like just incompetence and how he kind of flip-flops his kind of beliefs um and then this has sort of been prevalent all the way through his career lots of people have said it and then i was like wow and i was like do you know what this is interesting because everyone thinks he's super kind of just silly and goofy yeah you know he's got like the sort of tory mentality 
um, we all know that he's sort of part of a club but um, it's really interesting how, 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 he, how he plays it so that's what I tried to do in the song I was trying to be like you know so that he's goofy and then all his silly things and then be like wait a minute but he's my next door neighbour I can get him around for dinner and get to know him properly and then and then I'll ask him all these things that I've read and then it reels off and it's literally just like a list of like 10 articles that I found and Caroline Lucas's tweets you know it's all just stuff that's there and uh, I just kind of reeled it off and then and then it just got to the point where I was like this is it needs to make more impact so I just started listing them off and kind of took the beat out and it just brings it to this point where at the end it's like but he's a character <laughs> and then back into the fun hook so it's you know, this it's like a metaphor for the whole situation of the song, you know? You summed up brilliant. I mean, that that is that is exactly what you have done. And as I said, it's a stroke of genius. It is so well crafted, um, and even more impressive that you sort of had some sparse lyrics, and then just after events that um happened, you've you've turned it around and turned it into a complete track. And you, I mean, you have you've got the point across the fact that he he comes across sort of bumbling and and a bit goofy and a bit kooky and a bit eccentric. When actually actually it, it it's it's a character caricature he's created for himself almost um and... yeah i think so you know and and like you know i mean he, he he might he might have a side of him that's like that's quite safe and funny to get on with you know like i could imagine like it being a bit of a laugh and i've had you know like but what he said and what he does and what he stands for or doesn't stand for is is all there for you to see as well you know and that's a huge character flaw and some of it's just like it's unbelievable that he might be the prime minister you know so it is, it is staggering, isn't it? Um, it's unbelievable that I might be writing a full takedown song about the next Prime Minister who lives next door. The whole thing's a bit surreal. <laughs> when you put it in those terms, Ross, yeah, yeah it is quite, it's very surreal, actually. Um, I, I can't even begin to imagine. I mean, briefly, because I, I do want to talk about the, the sort of the political um, the political landscape in this country in a minute, but um, briefly, has it been a challenge turning it around this quickly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's been, it's just been, it's just been a little bit stressful. We're just sort of, I don't know, like me and Leon, me and Leon kind of do this. If we get sort of something that we want to do, we'll just do it until it's done sort of all around, all around the clock, you know? So, um, it's just been one of those, man. You just sometimes like pull, pull all nighters and it's all a bit stressful, but, um, you know, I think it'll be worth it. And I kind of want to get it done and out there now and then kind of get on with my normal life and making normal music, you know? <laughs> There is nothing normal about your music, um, Ross. Thank you very much. Um, but we'll come on to that later. Um, I th- but I think you're right. You need to get it out there now, because not least because the, the timing is so pertinent um, with yeah. everything that's going on in the minute. And I think, I'd, oh, I mean, again, with especially with a lot of sort of hip hop and reggae music, which I feature quite heavily. What's so brilliant about it is it's completely accessible as well to a sort of audience which may not be politically engaged. Um, necessarily um, because of the, the sort of hip-hop beat and the fact you rap and etc 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 so i think i think timing is is crucial on this i mean you you, ch- you touched on how surreal it is to be living next door to boris johnson who could be the prime minister who quite likely will be the prime minister i mean there's a brilliant fucking anecdote about the fact you literally came home and suddenly you, re- you realize boris johnson's your neighbor i mean that has that has to go down with kind of michael parkinson kind of um anecdotes worthy for any chat 
Cat show, I have to say. That's one for my record books. Um, but, it, but it is surreal. Um, and we are, as a country, we're now in this position where 124,000 members of a right-wing um, political party are going to be choosing between Boris Johnson and Jeremy Hunt um, as the next Prime Minister. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a staggering state of affairs in all seriousness. I mean, how, just briefly, in your sort of political opinion, how have we got to this point where we've ended up as a nation stuck with these two um, as, as a future Prime Minister with no say-so from any of us anyway? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's completely crazy and it's, it's really sad. And it's, um, it's really sad that we're talking about this and talking about Brexit all this time, you know, when there's like proper issues in the world, like the, the, the environmental crisis is something that like is just should just be the hot, hot, literally the hot topic. <laughs> but like, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's so, um, draining like uh i i find that the whole thing and i think it's kind of come about by you know this sort of drive for power and whether it's cyclical in the way that you know there's these sort of rises of um right wing i'm I'm not sure but the whole the whole last hundred years or 200 years you can't really call it cyclical because everything's changed completely you know like the whole way that we operate as a society and everything's completely changed and technology and there's twice as many people um, and it's just allowed people to to exploit. There's always these people, you know, that are trying to exploit people, and um, and and they've managed to to do that to a certain extent, I think, and get a rise out of people. And you know, with like people like Steve Bannon and and uh, Analytica and things like that get behind certain things. I, I find that a lot of uh, sort of heavy far right wing people that are really driven are much more ruthless in their quest for power and 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 that's kind of you know it gives them a sort of edge in a way to like get into get into positions and then you know people like boris i don't even think he is like you know sort of mega far right in a way i think he's a bit more central but he'll do whatever he he can to be popular you know so he kind of jumps on the bandwagon like a lot of politicians do they they want to say the right thing and and that's where it comes down to actually not standing for anything, which is just oh man, yeah, it's it's just it's so gutting because like you just always think like oh wow, society could be so nice, like we've got everything there, we've got like we we could like, we could manage the environmental crisis, we could like so many people there wouldn't have to be poverty, there wouldn't we, all these things are all solvable. We've got all the resources, all the money, everything we need, and it's kind of you can see it just being taken away by. By, by greed in front of your eyes and it's it yeah it's super sad <laughs> no you're spot on and i think you made two very important points there firstly you're correct um i i, I agree with you boris johnson ate some sort of far right figure as such i mean I, I find that the left in particular tend to overuse the word fascist without sort of any yeah. real concept of what it really means um yeah. boris johnson is a fascist um he's got some very unpleasant views and he's a nasty bigoted old racist um but yeah. i wouldn't go as far to say as a fascist and i think you're right he's just w- w- riding a wave um of of sort of right-wing populism at the minute but i also think it's very important when you 
you um, picked out that these things are cyclic, as it were. I, I, they are, in terms of what always happens is, and it's happened throughout our history as a species since sort of um, the, the early civilizations, 6,000, 7,000 years ago, that we, we tend to live in um, hierarchies where a few people are in power and, and, and to the detriment of the rest of us. And it's, we're just in another phase of that at the moment. The, the mm. illness is always the same. It's just the symptoms are sometimes very different and the symptoms at the minute are corporations and politicians um, yeah. power hungry and hell bent on destroying the planet in the process so um, yeah this is uh, this is it man this this is why like because um, you know there's there's always obviously hope and there's and there's so many like grassroots movements and there's lots of happiness to be to be had you know it's not it's not all doom and gloom but I just feel like the the environmental crisis at the moment it kind of uh, you know we kind of need something to change pretty soon and 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 for that to happen the political landscape needs to change um because we don't want to be reacting because i don't think we can like from what from what i've read you know so um so yeah it's kind of it's it's pretty heavy yeah you're correct and that is the challenge i mean we've, we've been here countless times throughout history before but what's so different this time is as you say the the environmental the sort of climate and ecological catastrophe that's unfolding before our very eyes um yeah. that hasn't happened in the history of human civilization before and if, if that doesn't inspire the will for change um then then we're pretty fucked as a species if you ask me <laughs> if we can't get it together now um but let's let's try and reel this back to something more positive because while that's all important stuff um you you guys meanwhile have been very busy i mean the first time actually talk about the environment the first time i i found you the two of you was when um you were doing a track for the bees um bees last year which is absolutely stunning i'll link to it in the show notes brilliant track um and this year 2019 you have been where have you been tell the listeners because you've been on tour and you've been like the other side of the world essentially haven't you yeah yeah we did never really sort of done the traveling thing me and leon but we we got um Yes, yeah, so a gig in Australia. So we um, yeah went out to Australia and then managed to get a few more gigs there. Then shouted out just to our uh, network on Facebook and uh, managed to get some gigs in Southeast Asia. Then in, finally in India. So over like I think it was like over four months, we did about twenty twenty five shows just in through this route, kind of like the the old like gap year route in in a way, but with India added on. So we called it we called the tour Rap Year. <laughs> uh, we're, we're pretty happy with that name <laughs> uh, i love that this is brilliant that literally through through your social media you were getting organizing gigs i think it's absolutely great that it just and the, it must be great for the fans to feel involved as well in in the respect yeah of the, and yeah just people people linked to zim we were just like any sort of venues you know promoters or like you know agencies and well, i think we got about 300 people tagged in all around like the whole sort of side of the world basically and then so we contacted all them and then they put us in touch with other people and we just contacted so many people and so we ended up with enough paid gigs that we could do the trip um you know we did it proper bare bones and we were kind of traveling by any means necessary and uh but we did it man and it was it was it was, it was beautiful and it was like really yeah we kind of it's nice taking a step out of london for that long because I've, I've never i've not done it for like been in london nine years now and i um, never really just got away from that background like noise and so it's really nice to actually chill out and and we wrote like the start of two new albums while we were out there as well as all the gigs so yeah it was absolutely absolutely beautiful man 
what have you got um, lined up just to just to finish this off Ross what have you got lined up for the rest of 2019 so Glastonbury Thursday and Friday and then you're jet setting off to Berlin Boris Track is dropping is there going to be an album um, out there is going to be hey yes. yeah there's going to be an album so uh, yeah, when so uh, uh, November the 1st remember remember the first of November yeah excellent uh, yeah and it's it's an interesting one man it's like uh, we we played a lot in France last year um, got out to France we've got a label out there released our album South City in, in France and um, and then we've been working with them on this new record and it's a full collaborative album so there's 10 tracks all with different French artists um, so like there's I think, in fact, there's, I think there's 15 artists all together so we've got some guest vocalists lots of different producers from like Chinese Man, like A State of Mind, um, Chill Bumper on there, Kassim Wapalek, who's this really famous French rapper who's in- incredible. So it's a real like real mix of all different people and, and kind of different styles as well, man. It's like, it's super, it's, it, we've been sort of tying it all together slowly and it's just coming together now. We've got a few more weeks left to finish it and it's, um, it's sounding good. That is so exciting. I cannot wait to have an album from you guys. I think it's going to be absolutely stunning, I'm sure. As is Boris Rap. Um, it's like I say, it's absolutely brilliant. The, the timing is um, perfect and the track itself is perfection as well. So I would urge listeners to go and get that. All the links will be in the show notes to the track along with the video. Ross, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. It's always great fun to chat to you. You're such a lovely guy and it's always great fun. Please say hello to Leon for me as well will do man absolute pleasure steve thanks for the the support man you're a legend no problems and you're coming back on the november when the album drops boom today <laughs> ross <laughs> too many teas thank you so much big love I love Too Many Teas, they're great and thank you so much Ross for coming on the podcast and I cannot wait for the new album to drop in November, that is going to be awesome but anyway, here it is, their latest track and it's a good one and the per- timing is extremely pertinent as well it is Too Many Teas with Boris Next Door Too Many Teas, Boris Next Door Boris, Boris, he lives next door with his big floppy hair and his ever flapping jaw Boris, Boris, he lives next door there's a bike outside but his money's To a festival and getting in my car When I saw a load of guys must be waiting for a star There was cameras in the hand And mama must have made it large Cause the paparazzi's here But those flashes didn't start Then I heard a bumble grumble I turned and early stumbled I thought it was a womble But it's worse that Tory dum-dum Blonde hair, backpack, nice bike, tight cast Boris Johnson's moved in Right next to my gap What do I do? I asked my friends on Facey They said throw a rave Or egg that grown baby But why do that? He seems like such a nice guy I mean he used to smoke weed and he likes to score a try He's the king of eating mumble rap And likes to down a pint With that goofy charm of wit Tim, nice but dim vibes Well that's what it seems I mean I need to get to know him Invite him round for dinner See what really gets him going I'll do a Sunday roast That's a national dish Then I'll ask a few cues And do a factual fish Like how did he get to 350 mil a week Is his calculator broke Or is his maths just weak Because it seemed to add up fine When they needed DUP But really didn't work To find cash for OAPs And why has he voted for Every single war Do his friends have some shares in selling weapons or what? Hello? And does he really think that women can't control emotions? And why does he really, really, really hate foxes? And why does he change his mind seemingly at random like One year pro EU, the next a Brexit hard man And why is he friends with that fascist Steve Bannon? Or 
think it's okay to say women wearing burkas look like letterboxes or use his telegraph column to cast doubt on climate change or think it's okay to joke about clearing away Libyan dead bodies or why almost everything he seems to do and say is for his own personal gain and not for the people he's supposed to be working for us, the British people who he seems to lie to every time he opens his mouth but he's a character Boris, Boris he lives next door with his big floppy hair and his ever flapping jaw And that's it. This very special episode of Top of Uncaged is done. I'd like to thank my fantastic guests this week, Incredible Ross from Too Many Tees. Follow them on Twitter. It's at Too Many Tees. As always, behind the scenes, thank you to the love of my life, the gorgeous Nicola Jeffrey. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Nicholas C. Jeffrey. My man behind the booth, sound engineer, get pause. Follow him on Twitter. It's at Pause with the Z Radio. And my in-house singer, it's Ray Star Music. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Ray underscore star 113. Thank you to the Canary for uncaging me. I will see you next week. Uncaged.